The following lecture by Trigueirinho, Reflections on Inner Attunement, with simultaneous translation into English, was recorded live in Brazil in May 2002. Uma pessoa está dizendo que o medo de assaltos está muito grande. Someone has noticed that there is a great fear of holdups, and she is asking what we should say to the people who pass this apprehension on to us, and how we can protect ourselves against violence. All these things, holdups, robberies, all these are karmic things. They are things that return to us. So there is no need to fear these things because they are karmic. They happen when we have some karmic debt to pay. The best thing is not to think about this because thought also attracts these things. Thought also connects to these types of forces and builds a bridge. And then our thoughts, our fear, our misgivings begin to build the conditions in which these things happen. We should really think about what we are doing at the time and not think about what could possibly happen which dissipates Agora, the mind. Pensa, então, nestas coisas, Now, when one thinks about these things, not only is there a dispersion, então, because nele? the hold-up is not happening, Além so why think about it? And besides dissipating your mind, you are building a bridge to that astral Agora, level. Como se proteger? Now, how can one protect oneself? We protect ourselves from violence by not being violent. So we develop the opposite in ourselves. We develop pacifism, we develop tranquility, equilibrium, non-aggression, speech control. We try not to injure others in any way at all. In this way, we protect ourselves from violence. Now, even though these things may be a question of karma, they can be alleviated if we have a correct attitude. So even though our destiny might include an event like that, we can lessen it by living the opposite process. We carry on being calm, controlling our violence. In this way, we work towards mitigating an event that might have to happen. Or if our work is very deep and real, what is meant to happen can even be dislocated. It can even be avoided because there is no longer any reason for it to happen. Geralmente, nesses assaltos e nesses furtos e nestas coisas muito comuns hoje, 
in those holdups, in those robberies, in those things that commonly take place today, there are usually violent forces within us which draw them or which are receiving a return. So it is the return for violent acts which we committed in the past. These are reverting to us. But we repeat, if we take an opposite attitude, these things that were supposed to happen, that were supposed to take place, can even be changed. So the last thing one should do is to think about these things. This is the most important. And someone here is saying that certain animals remind one of certain things. For example, fireflies. Every time she sees one, she remembers that she has an inner light and fireflies remind her of this. It is not only fireflies that remind us that we also have an inner light, but each animal has something to show us. If we were attentive and regarded animals as our younger fellow beings, we would understand what they are showing us, what they are telling us by the way they are or by their characteristics. If we noticed, if we paid attention to this, we would see that even the behavior of a cat, of a dog, of a bird, draws something to our attention. Although they belong to another kingdom, we have to remember that we come from that kingdom and that we still have many links with that kingdom that we still bear many characteristics from that kingdom that have not yet been resolved, such as aggression, which comes from the animal kingdom and is still far from being resolved in the human kingdom. So animals sometimes show us certain characteristics that say, see here, this is ours, you shouldn't have this characteristic because in you this should have already been surmounted. So if we were attentive, we would see many things such as this in our younger fellow beings, which are there for so many reasons, including for them to be served by us. And someone read the words of a healer stating that one should allow God to fill one's mind. That is, that God can fill one's mind. And she is asking how to do this. It's very simple. Just think of him. When you think of something, it fills your mind. So when you think of God, when you think of your high self, when you think of your soul, when you think of your monad, that is filling your então, mind. So you fill your mind with God by thinking of Him, ele, by pondering about Him, by examining your relationship there. Thus you are filling your mind with God. Agora, esse mesmo texto, 
sugere algumas Now, coisas que some things that this person é found very difficult. Now, de Deus é simples. this então, is very easy. To fill Deus. one's mind with God is simple. All we have to Agora, do is think about God and it happens. Difícil. Now, other things she found difficult. E como podemos colocar and she asks no how dia one dia. can introduce these things into daily Aquilo life. Parece impossível, parece difícil. Whatever seems é impossible seems difficult for us. That is, motivo, whatever we cannot do at the time for some reason or other, we can continue aspiring isso. to do. Então, digamos que uma instrução deu uma sugestão e que para você, Let's say that some momento, teaching presents a recommendation difícil. which for you right você then seems difficult. Aspirando. Keep você on aspiring. Keep on mesmo wanting to do this, even though you cannot, ainda. even though mesmo you are not yet able to do it, even though you think it's beyond you, but keep on aspiring. Keep on wanting to do that. Because your aspiration will gradually make it more possible. It will gradually change the situation. Se dava várias sugestões, This reading várias also presented several suggestions and explanations concerning Mas, healing. Ali, nós que nos dar conta, But we have to keep in mind when we are reading about healing that each one of us is his or her own healer. Ele vai Any valid book on healing will always cura, end up telling you that you curar. heal yourself. Nobody Somos can heal you. We are the ones Somos who allow ourselves to be healed. It is mesmos. we who heal ourselves. This is because we end up então, removing the cause for that illness. So nobody can heal us because what we have in us that is discordant, what we have that is unhealthy in us, came about due to past acts. It came through our own doings, things we did which brought on this situation. So only we can free ourselves from that. Only we can get out of that situation and gradually build a different situation. And often we have to reach extreme situations in order to understand this. But whenever something has to be treated in us, we ourselves are the ones to produce that need. So we have to do the contrary. We have to do the opposite of what caused the condition. And then we are in a condition to be healed. And if we work on doing the opposite of what produced that condition, then any outside help will be effective as long as we Mas, have been doing that work. But when you receive some sort of treatment, you must begin by acknowledging 
that you created that situation, that you produced that in yourself, whatever it may be. So it is up to you to remove that. It is up to you to undo that. So when this is very clear to us, and we begin to do the opposite of what brought on this situation, then the means for outer healing can be effective. They can become the instrument for this change to take place. Now, we frequently have some things to be treated that may have injured the bodies very much. And the injuries could be so great that sometimes it is not possible to remove them in that incarnation. But this should not discourage anyone, because even though it will not have been resolved physically in that incarnation, because the physical body was left in a state beyond recovery, it will gradually be resolved in the other bodies. Even though some aspects cannot be removed from the physical body in the present incarnation, this is not so in the other bodies. The other bodies may not be in the same condition. So all you that you do to remove what could be called an unharmonious state, an unhealthy state, even though it is not resolved here on the physical level, it is gradually resolved on the other levels, in the astral body, in the mental body, and this will allow for the next incarnation to occur under different conditions. Because what happens in the physical body what we bear in our physical body did not begin in the physical body. It began in the mental body, then descended to the emotional body, then went on to the etheric body, and finally became manifested in the physical body. So healing, the work of healing is general. It is not only physical. One must work on the mental level, one must work on the emotional level, one must work on the etheric level. Healing exists on all those levels. Now, the mental body is very subtle. The mental can change regardless of the conditions of our physical body. We must do all the mental work possible in order to bring about a balance in that situation, in order to bring an end to that situation on the mental level. And we must also work on the emotional level. At this point, the physical condition may continue the same because it could have been a physical karma. It may remain, but our attitude and our way of coping with this changes quite a lot. The karma also changes as well as the projection for future stages of our life. Muitas vezes, nós nos esforçando para and often when we strive to correct something, and even though it seems to have left a wound that can no longer be corrected, that effort, that work, begins to correct other things that are not physical, always furthering our evolution in different aspects, in different segments that always have something needing to be balanced. 
que seja considerado so, irremovível, even if some physical matter seems to be irremovable, this does not mean that one does not work with what caused it. We work with it because it is reflected in the entire being, and it is immediately reflected directly in all of the other bodies. These are also our bodies, except that they are on other levels and they function in another way. Pergunto uma pessoa, como eu faço para saber o que me chega do alto e o que é humano, and what is of human origin, what comes from my humanness or what comes from higher up? Em geral, o que chega para nós do alto In general, what comes to us from higher up is always beneficial for many, not only for us. So if we receive something from on high, we will see that it is not only for us and that it came as a gift for us to use with many people. So this came from on high. What comes from on high does not come only for us because the high one is universal. So what comes from there, even though it apparently seems to come for us, it comes for everyone. And it is up to us to remember, it is up to us to understand that what comes to us is not ours, but it came for us to share. It is our responsibility to share it, to give, to universalize what comes. So it is always this way with what comes from on high to us. It is always very far-reaching and comes with all the possibilities for one to give it out, to serve, to share it with many. So if some joy comes from on high for you, if some good feeling comes from on high to you, it didn't come only for you. It came for you to radiate. It came for you to transmit, to pass on. It came for everyone through you. This means that it came from on high. And if you understand this, you will never receive that which is good as if it were only for you. If you receive something good, you are in the role of transmitter, of disseminator, of sharer of what you received. Now, when something comes from the human level, you recognize it right away because it is more limited, it is personalized. You can see that it almost totally serves you, that there is nothing there for anyone else. That means that it came from the human level. It means that it has come through human karma, that it has come from a level that is not elevated, it is not high. Of course, we receive things from all levels. We receive things from on high, we receive things from the human level, things that are own and return to us. We live in a sea of gifts that we are continually receiving. And so we have to single out everything that does not come only for us. What comes just for us is what we humanly desired and which depend on us, those paltry things. Now, when it comes from on high, basically, this is not only for us. 
And in order for this source to continue to flow, in all that is received, in all that comes to us, we should ask ourselves this question, whom is this going to serve? Before beginning to receive and to apply this to ourselves, we should ask, for whom is this going to be useful? For what is this going to be useful? Even though it might have come directly to us, before using it for ourselves, we always ask, for what is this going to be useful? This is very important in these spiritual laws. It is very important in these manifestations. And someone from this group sent in a small story that Ela came to her in a moment of quietness. She says that there was a little tree e on a hillside. Ali uma ave. And suddenly a bird alighted então on a it. Ave disse para a Then the bird said to the tree, Você daqui desta colina tem uma bela vista. You have a beautiful view from here on the hill. From here, you can see the sunset, which is so beautiful. And the tree said, yes, it's true, I see it every day. Then the bird said, what a beautiful sunrise you can see. It must be the best place in the world to see this. And this breeze, this wind, how delightful. You must be a very happy tree to be here right in this place. And then the tree smiled and said to the bird, that's right, all this is very beautiful. But what makes me really happy in this place is that I have very strong roots because in this way I hold the slope of the hillside to keep it from sliding down. E aí a pessoa que fez esta história concluiu que no, came to the conclusion no serviço impessoal incondicional, in a paisagem na qual a service, se desenvolve é a menos importante. importante. Aqui uma pessoa estava perguntando Here, someone is asking what she can do to keep her mind quiet. Because she is always coping with the needs of others. She always wants to help others. And how can she remain peaceful in this situation? And she would also like to pass on her experience to others. A tendência da gente querer passar o que sabe para os outros é muito forte, é muito humana. Our tendency to want to give to others what we know is very strong, it's very human. Our tendency is to want to help wherever we can, forgetting that sometimes we can help in many things, and yet this is not what the person needs. It is not even how the person ought to be helped. And perhaps we might also have had many good experiences. We might have taken very suitable steps. We might have followed a correct path. And we always have the tendency to want others to do the same, to want others to take the same steps we have taken. And people will attain the same results by taking different steps, not the ones we have taken, 
or by not taking any steps at all. They will get there by a miracle. They will get there through grace. So this tendency, this anxiety of wanting to help others, of wanting others to get out of the situation they are in, of wanting others to follow our experience, this is what makes the mind become agitated. It makes the whole being become agitated. So if you want to know how you can have a tranquil mind, And if you have this tendency of wanting to help others at all costs, get rid of this tendency. As long as it's there, you will never have a tranquil mind. You will never have a peaceful mind. It may seem that you are doing nothing, that nothing is happening, but even more may be happening than if you were doing something. Because when you radiate, when you are in a special way of being, you permeate the environment with that. You contact others, you make subtle contacts through it. The others are watching. If you are being, this is the most effective way. Because if you are something, then each will see in that whatever he or she is able to. Each one will see what he or she needs to see in that. Each one will interpret what he or she is living in whatever way is best for that person. So this way you are helping many more people, many more things, than if you were aiming directly at helping somebody. You should work by radiating, work in that way, work by being what you are, without being concerned about helping anyone. By being, you already help the world, you already help the universe, and you help people even more so. By being a certain way, you are helping the all. You are helping the plan of evolution. Everything is in there, not only people, but also all of the other kingdoms. This is the opposite of what the person is asking. It is the contrary. You would have to be this way, but not try to enforce this on anyone. We do not have to impose it, because others will receive what they can, what they want what is useful to them. And you do not need to apply anything except at some moment or other when it is very clear that you have to help things happen. But to do this, you have to know if that is really meant to happen, if it is appropriate for that person. So we have to hold on to this idea of service. We need to have the intention of serving, but we have to moderate our tendency to manage this service, to steer what we have to give, what we have to offer, what we have to give. And all this contributes to the mind either becoming agitated or becoming peaceable. And we would also have to recognize to help this mind of ours that needs to eventually become calmed down. We also have to recognize that what really helps 
someone comes from within. Whatever helps someone does not come from our actions, from our attitudes, from our smile, from our conversation. All of these are tools, but they are really very minor. What really helps someone comes from within, not from any of this. So these people may never have even met you. You may never have even exchanged a word with them, and yet you are helping them. You are inwardly stimulating something to happen there. So real help then comes from within. It comes from inside of us. And if it comes from within us, we will be in the right place with the right person in the right situation in order to do the right thing to help. Now, if we take off from the notion that we are going to help externally, that we are going to going there in order to help, everything has become jumbled up. It may mean that we even have to go there physically to help, but we don't start with this premise because this is of no use to anybody. This is an element, an instrument, but help does not come from it. If we go somewhere to help and nothing happens inwardly in the person, it was no use our going there. All the help given there was only on the surface if nothing inward happened to the person and if nothing inward occurred in us during that action. So it is very important for us not to get carried away by the idea that help is external, that service is external, that service is activity. It does include this. But without this inward part, without this inner movement, that this love, this law of service will bring about in the person, nothing happens that will be real. Any work, any service performed, regardless of how much it is involved in external action, regardless of how much it has to deal with concrete things, if we are serving, we have to know deep down that the external part will not resolve things, that the external part is only a complement so we may be working and only dealing with material things, only with external things. Even so, we need to know that this alone does not resolve things. Things are resolved by what takes place within the individual, within people, and within us. This sets the level of the work. And for this inner thing to happen, we need to do everything we do externally, materially. We do all of this and yet know that this is not going to bring about the solution. It will help. It is a complement. It is part of it. But you have to be connected with the center of your consciousness with the other person's center, for this service to have a certain quality, for this to carry an impact level within the person. Because service is not only meant to attend to material needs. Material needs exist, and the material goods we deal with should be vehicles for other things to happen. Those other things that are really going to resolve the situation because 
because even though we take food and clothing and medication to needy people, even though we take all of this and the people no longer have this need anymore, we have not resolved their real problem. They will go back to needing all this because the problem was not solved within themselves. So what solves the problem of needy people is not only our donating things, because after we have given them things, after they have used them up, they will be back in the same situation and will become needy again. So what solves it? is for us to be very aware that it is within the individual and within ourselves that service takes place, that things are carried out, that things happen. People often have things within them that need to be resolved, serious things that need to be resolved, and this is reflected externally in impoverishment It is reflected on the outside as destitution. So if we're going to fill that need, we have to stay connected with how we can help them on the other level at another point. What has to be cast off from here for that situation to change? All this is happening. It is uplifted. It is shared. It is carried out. But something else needs to be taking place behind all this. Something else has to be happening that uses all this as a means. Even when you are handing things out, You are moving with it. You are radiating. So a circuitry of energies could be inwardly taking place there. Some very good invisible inner things that could also be taking place due to your presence. We have to be very attentive. Not to get bogged down in what is only material, because if not, we can go somewhere and run into frantic activity, find a huge production of things and find lots of service well carried out. But what is really taking place there? What is really taking place within the people when those who are there to serve and in those who are there to receive? This entire process begins when we recognize that we are dealing with material things, but that the solution is not in them. The solution is not in material things, even though they are necessary and we work with them as well. But our consciousness, our innermost being, our concepts should not be focused there. Something else has to happen for those needs to be removed and resolved. So it may seem that we are to serve a group of people and that these people are very crude, they have hardly been worked on, they are unreceptive to certain kinds of energy. All this is just on the surface, but when we are there, something inward takes place there. So we must not be distracted by the external part, by the material part only, because this devitalizes the real reason which is to serve souls, to serve inner beings, so they may manifest, so they may develop, so they may become resolved. And this begins to reflect on the external situation. 
If this were clear to us, we would not only have more energy to serve and to work, but we would have more opportunities to serve, many more than we do have. And the clearer this becomes to us, this inner work that is behind all the material activity, the clearer we have this within ourselves, within our consciousness, the more we will be able to serve, the more our karma will open up so that we will have time, we will have the opportunities, we will have the conditions to render more service. So someone may say, I would like to do much more, but I cannot, because I have a family, I have a job, I have this, I have that. All these things we know about. E de fazer muito mais. And I would like to do much more. Você não estar em Don't fazer worry muito mais. about doing Você much more. Be concerned claro. about understanding this clearly. Be concerned about clearly knowing what your claro own task is. Because if this is clear to you, and if this should really begin to happen, the very obstacles that stop you from serving further today are going to be taken away are going to be dissolved and are going to change. But one must have this kind of clarity and not only the intention to serve externally, to help others externally in some way or other, because this may even help them, but it will not solve their problems, it will not draw them out of the place where they are, they will not move from where they are. For this to occur, you have to have these conditions, that is, carry out external work, carry out material work, carry out human work, carry out concrete work, knowing all the while that these alone do not bring any solution unless you have the other part. So, the work conditions are not important. The person you serve is not important. Organization or lack of it is not important. All this is secondary. The important thing is to be attuned with the spirit and from then on, things will just happen according to the needs and to the possibilities for us to experience these things. Because things also happen when we have the opportunity to experience them. So if you focused your faith and focused the reason for the work, the reason for the service on the inner development of beings, you could obtain even more material resources for the people. But this would happen because you focused on the situation more correctly. If we are incarnated, it is because we also have external work to do. So there is a harmony. There is an interaction between inner work and outer work. Inner work can bring about many things. Inner work can materialize many things. But for this to take place, there must be external action to be the element of materialization. Now, external work alone without inner work is something incomplete. And it is something very ephemeral, as we have seen. A combination of the two, a blending, a fusion of these two things is needed.
trabalho interno sem trabalho externo inner work without external work is done on the level of the soul so on the level of the monas but here on the physical level among people without external work one cannot manifest that which is inner some people have this illusion or they are people who are a little lazy and who need a good explanation not to do what they don't like doing mas você dizer que está encarnada e que é tudo interno, are incarnate and say that everything is inward, this is basically a contradiction. Because why are you incarnate? Why aren't you working only up there? These are illusions. A mente produz uma ilusão atrás da outra. The mind produces a string of illusions. So the mind is universal. No matter where you go, there are illusions.